Welcome to the H&H Hour podcast. We are so excited you're with us today. We hope that this chat encourages you. My name is Heidi Bolt. I'm here with my co-host and my sister, Heather Taves. Heather, how are you? Hi, I'm great. You caught me taking a drink. Okay, yeah. Sorry about that. (laughs) That's all right. You forgot that you were co-hosting and I was going to acknowledge you? I didn't forget. I thought I could swallow faster. (laughs) Okay. So, Heather, um, here in the Taves home and the Bolt home, it's a good day. Mm-hmm. It's the first day of classroom in our homes mm-hmm. this school, school year. Mm-hmm. Yep. You guys have had some travel weeks of class. Mm-hmm. We had a travel week last week, but it's the first school day in the home. It is. How did it go? It went great. Yeah. Um, I love to talk about this, too, because this is not a homeschool podcast. It's not. But that is part of our lives, yeah. a big part of our lives. And we have so many people yeah. who listen, who send us questions and ask us about this. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of fun to be able to talk about it a little bit without boring people who, you know, don't have any homeschooling in their lives at all. But uh, mm-hmm. it went really well. I'll be honest, I was not quite ready mm-hmm. for school mentally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was ready. I was prepared as far as all my books and everything. But this summer was just a really heavy, busy summer that didn't feel like my brain got to rest that much. So I was a little bit dragging my feet emotionally, just like, (laughs) but it was really cool because over this past weekend, there have been a couple of instances, actually three or four instances where different people have talked about a spirit of heaviness Mm. and oppression. Mm. You know, oppression is something that comes over you almost like a, I always think of it kind of as like this, something that's holding you down. Yeah. I think of like one of those weighted blankets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I I think that my family had experienced a little bit of it um, the last two weeks, just with some circumstances going on. We could feel a little bit of that in our family. Mm -hmm. And then we had a couple of Uh, amazing women in our church that felt the Lord speak that to them yesterday for our church. And one of the things that I had written down in my planning for this school year with my kids was we were going to start every day with a song, Hmm. with a worship song. That's awesome. So, and they're going to take turns. We're all going to take turns. So like take turns, choosing, choosing a song. And that's the first thing we're going to do every day. Yeah. And, uh, I had written that down probably a month ago Mm. that we were going to do that. And there's a verse that says, for a spirit of heaviness, put on the garment of praise. Yes. So this morning when I woke up, I spent a little time in God's word. Not a lot because it was busy morning. Yeah. You know, just a little, a little moment. And then the kids and I went downstairs to our basement, to our schoolroom, And the very first thing we did, and I told the kids that verse and I said, you know how things have felt a little heavy, some different things going on. And, you know, they agreed with it. And then I said, so we're going to put on a garment of praise. Mm, and of good. course my kids love music. And so they were right away, they were all in and Bennett chose the first song and he chose, it's an old one, but it's such a good one. And it's God's great dance floor. Mm. And I mean, he pulled that out of the past because yes, we, we haven't heard that one for a while, but those kids got up and danced I love it. and we put on the garment of praise and it really did get all of us in the right mindset to go okay we might feel a little tired there might be a little heaviness but we're going to put on the garment of praise and we're going to go into the school year Mm -hmm. knowing that god not us i don't have all that i need right now in of myself but god through jesus through the power of him i do heather i love that so much because uh, i really believe that praise always precedes the breakthrough Mm. and it is what brings the power of the Holy Spirit into our lives. And, you know, you don't have to be a homeschool mom 
to put mm-hmm. on praise to get your kids going in the morning. That's right. I mean, I think of you mamas who are sending your kids to public school or to private school or shipping them off to college mm-hmm. or what, whatever it Home looks by like. Yourself. Home by yourself. You know, being able to put on that worship music mm-hmm. and allow Jesus to meet with you in that moment, mm-hmm. allow him to walk through that door mm-hmm. and to let you give him the honor and the, and the glory that he deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's incredible. Mm-hmm. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. So, um, are you okay if I borrow your idea? Oh, please yeah. do. I mean, that's it's not, so great. It's, it's, it's the Bible's idea. Well, yeah. I mean, we, so when we, we've got one of those Alexa, what are, the dot, yeah. is that what it's called? The yeah. dot? Yeah. Dot. Yeah. So every morning, you know, I come down and the first thing I do is I say, Alexa, turn on and I give it some sort of a command for worship music, whatever. Yeah whatever album I'm feeling. And so we've always got worship music on. And this morning, as we were down in our basement in our schoolroom, I could hear upstairs the worship music playing mm-hmm. constantly. And I loved that reminder of, um, man, God's presence is here, mm-hmm. you know, because we asked him to be here. Right. We invited it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's the key, though, is mm-hmm. that you ask him to be there because right. he doesn't force himself on us. He, we have to ask him to be present, to be close to me. Right. right. And yeah. I, I don't... I know so many people are going through heavy things. Life is difficult. You know, and you might be, your life might be a great life. That doesn't mean that there aren't hard things. And I would just really encourage you, if you don't already, because I know a lot of you probably do, turn on your worship music. Because it really does take that spirit of heaviness and it it just sends it away. Yeah. It was interesting yesterday in church, there were some guests sitting behind me that I had never met. And one of them in particular cried through the entire worship set. And afterwards, we got the opportunity to hear their story and what the emotion was coming out of them. Mm -hmm. And it was very heavy. Mm -hmm. And it was like the worst of the worst. Mm -hmm. And I just thought how powerful that is. Mm -hmm. That here's a man actually that doesn't even know Jesus. Mm -hmm. That he can sit in a worship set and sense yeah. what's happening yeah. in that environment and feel the presence of God. So I just think no matter what you're walking through, no matter how hard your week has been, no matter what your day holds, no matter what you're afraid of right now, mm-hmm. no matter what you're feeling anxious over, God really does want to be present. And sometimes the most tangible way for you to step into his presence is to turn on that worship music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, if you're not a singer, you can't play your guitar, what's that look like? Like, right. open up your Spotify app, mm-hmm. choose some some albums that maybe you like. I mean, mm-hmm. some of the ones we listen to all the time are Hillsong Worship, mm-hmm. Elevation Worship, um, Bethel Worship. Right. You know, these are some of the albums that we listen to. And so the songs that are playing are being written by people that love Jesus, that mm-hmm. have a, a connection to him and a heart for worship. Yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's such a powerful tool. So, so how was your first day? It was outstanding. It was, it was exciting. I, I was, God is so good, Heather, because two weeks ago, my son said, mom, I'm not ready to start school. Mm. And he was actually not ready to let go of summer yeah. is what the reality was. Yeah. And, you know, we too had a really super busy summer. We moved at the beginning of spring. And so it's just been a lot of settling and finding our place and just figuring out life in a new place. And so none of us were quite ready emotionally, like you said. So I just really started praying. When I heard that come out of his little mouth and out of his heart, I just started praying that the Lord would prepare my heart and his heart Mm -hmm. and give us an excitement for it. Yeah. And... Um, a few days ago we were on vacation and he looked at me and he said, mom, I cannot wait to start school. Oh. And so I was like, Lord, you are so good to answer. 
the prayers that we pray. You know, that was a small prayer, Mm -hmm. but it was important to me and he Mm -hmm. answered that. So Mm -hmm. it was good. It was really fun. Um, Crosley smiled the whole time. Wilder's first year school with us with pre-K four and he did an outstanding job. He stayed on task for two hours. That's awesome. Which for four is yeah. pretty impressive. He just turned four, too. He just turned four, yeah. yeah. And then he went and played in our playroom right next door, and it was really good. So um, I felt really encouraged. It was about 12.15, and I went, oh, it's lunchtime, guys. I cannot believe the day went so fast. Done. Good. So, yeah, it was fun. We really enjoyed it. That's awesome. So I know a lot of you have reached out and asked us about homeschooling and everyone's journey looks different. Everyone's reason why they homeschool is different. um, And that's, that's perfectly normal and should be that way because Mm -hmm. it's a very individual decision, I believe. Um, but we're not going to get into a lot of specifics on this show, but if you have questions or you just need some encouragement or you, you know, you're like, Hey, I, cause this is something I deal with. Uh, maybe daily, Mm -hmm. is feeling like I am not qualified Mm. to do this for my children, which is a straight up lie from the devil. But if I were to measure my, the, if I were to measure my ability or my qualifications by the world standards, I am not qualified. Uh, Simply because you don't have a teacher's certificate to teach school. Correct. Yes. Um, but I have all these resources, yes. you know, at my fingertips, yes. and and I know that God has called me to do, yeah. do this, so therefore I am qualified. Well, and Heather, I've got to toot your horn a little bit because I know you're not going to do it yourself. So, and that's biblical: let another man praise you or chick. So, <laughs> um, I I think a lot of times the insecurity of feeling unqualified is simply because you don't know where to look for the right answer. Mm. And so, uh, so I'm a you know I was a year behind you in in homeschooling because my my little guy's younger than mm-hmm. yours, and so. I remember the first year um, we had done preschool, you know, just simple. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can go to the Target $1 bins and buy preschool stuff. So we'd done preschool. But then the next year when I was really going to step into truly using curriculum and doing his entire education in our home, you were so awesome. You sat down with me and you said, hey, let me just show you. And in a couple hours time, you said, here's how I prepare for an entire school year. Mm -hmm. Here's how I break it down per week. Here's Here's how I plan for our breaks. Here are the resources I use. Here are the free resources I use. Here are the sub- the subscription resources mm-hmm. we use. Here's where I buy most of my books from. Here's where I buy a lot of our used books from. And you really just walked me through because you'd already been there. Right. So you could have easily thought, I had to figure it out. She might as well <laughs> figure it out too. But you had that, that kind-hearted attitude to go, man, let me help make this easier for her. Mm-hmm. And it, it made a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, Glad. I feel like... I may have gone, man, this feels too overwhelming mm-hmm. because of the season of life we were in. Mm-hmm. But because you went, here's really, the, here's the ease of mm-hmm. of doing this and here's how you break it down and here's, here's step one, two, and three, it made it so doable. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, if you're listening and you're maybe on the fence about what, if you're qualified or if mm-hmm. you're good enough for it. Maybe reach out to a mama you know that's mm-hmm. ahead of you in homeschooling yeah. and just Same say, advice. what are your hacks? You know, yeah. what are your what are the things you do to make it fun? And, you know, even simple tips like starting with praise, like mm-hmm. implement that. Right. And and know that if God's called you to it, he's gonna he'll equip you for it. Yeah. Well, isn't that true of anything? Absolutely. Like it doesn't it's not just about homeschooling. No. That's just a small part yeah. of what we do, but it is truly if 
you can come alongside someone and just give them what you know, give them your knowledge and not force it on them. I mean, there's, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, I'm sure there are things that I gave you resources. I gave you that you're like, yeah, that doesn't really work for me. And that is totally fine because everyone has to find their own rhythm and whatever it is. Yes. But whether maybe it's cooking, maybe you just really struggle with providing, you know, making meals for your family Mm -hmm. and go ask someone who's a little bit ahead of you. Don't be too prideful, you know, to admit that your meals don't look Pinterest worthy. Yeah. Okay. And they don't need to, I'm not saying that they need to because I have a love hate with Pinterest but um you know find someone who you trust and say tell me all your tips or maybe it's doing something crazy that you never thought you were going to do before like you know speaking in public yes or starting a business yeah go find someone ahead of you and then if you're the person that's ahead Mm. be willing yeah. to teach yeah. humbly and to share all of your tips. Cause yeah. that's, that's really what it looks like when the Bible talks about the older women teaching the younger ones yeah. and, um, encouraging one another. I love that so much. I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. I think there's so much competition in life and, mm-hmm. um, that comparison yeah. of, Oh my goodness. They took their kids into that fun activity. Well, I need to do something and post about it so that I look like an awesome mom, you know, yeah. and, I hear a lot of that with these young mamas starting out and I I just want to breathe this, just relax Mm -hmm. and enjoy your kids and have fun with your family. Yeah. Don't worry about... You don't have to keep up with anybody. Don't keep up. Don't worry about, you know, what anyone's doing. Just find what's good for you guys Mm -hmm. and, and make that good. Yeah. So. Yeah, and that's for anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a young mom or yeah. you know a businessman. Like yeah. You be who God has created you to be. Yeah. And God made you so unique. Yeah. With such individual gifts that He designed mm-hmm. for His church yeah. and for and when I say church, I don't just mean the walls that you go in with a sign over the door that say church on Sunday mornings. I'm talking about the body of Christ, his people, his people that are living and breathing Monday through Sunday. You know, he designed you for a purpose, not to look like the person next door to you, not to look like the person you follow on Instagram, but because he made you individual. And the more we can grasp that for ourselves first, and then give the grace to other people to yeah. let them also be themselves yeah. and be unique and be be using their gifts in the way that God crafted to them. Man, it, the world would just be a more peaceful, mm. more well-oiled yeah. machine, if you will. And uh, we would appreciate it so, each other so much mm-hmm. to know that they're working in their gift set. You're working in your gift set. I'm working in mine, you know, and it would be, it's such a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's truly like our physical body mm-hmm. when we are called to, if you're called to be an arm, you don't need to be annoyed that it doesn't right. blow like, a no, like right. it's, you're called to be an arm, right? you know, so just like do your thing. Yeah. Be, be you. Heather, let's take a quick second and honor our sponsors today. Yes. Um, so the first one is actually our cousin, Josiah mm-hmm. Candler. He is a young living independent consultant. And um, so here's one of the things I love about essential oils. Okay. I don't sell them, but in my home, I can't use candles and I can't use the plugins that yeah. smell good. Yeah. You know, so like in Christmas when you want it to smell like Christmas and in fall when you want it to smell like fall. Yes. Unless you can bake incessantly. <laughs> It doesn't smell like fall. Right. So. Which is probably one of my favorite things about the fall. I like know. going and getting a fall candle. I know. But I can't do that. Right. Because they give me massive headaches. They cause my immune system to be totally out of whack. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that I love to do is I diffuse oils mm-hmm. so that I can still get that smell. Mm-hmm. And so 
if you're interested in getting some essential oils, check out our sponsor, Josiah Candler. And he's got a wealth of knowledge. He's actually trained in the medical field, and he's got a lot of natural information mm -hmm. as well. So he can help you out and give you all of the great ideas of fall scents. Because it's, you know, a lot of people think that essential oils are just like the... The oils that you smell that are, you know, lemon, lavender, peppermint, things yeah. like that. But there's some really awesome ones that you can combine that actually smell like fall or Christmas. Yeah, and they're really good. So, yeah. Okay, that's great advice. Heidi, I also want to thank Lauren Anderson Photography. Lauren is one of my favorite people. I love her so she much. She is awesome. Um, she also actually cleans my house for me, oh. which I know. And she doesn't do it because she like loves to clean people's houses. She, she does it because she wants to serve me. And it's just, it is honestly one of the, the things that blesses my heart the most right now in this season. Yeah. Because people ask us a lot, how do you guys do it all? And yeah. the, the answer is we don't, yeah. you know, we are able to have help in certain other areas because we can't possibly do everything. You so. have your people. Yeah, you yeah. have your people. So she's one of my people. Yeah. Um, but she is an amazing photographer. Yeah. And we just had all 25 of the Bennett family in town um, a little over, or just over a month ago, about a month ago. The Bennett family is our maiden name. So Our maiden name. Who we grew mm -hmm. up with. Yep, our yeah. parents and yeah. all of their kids. Yeah. And uh, there were 25 of us, and she came and took our photos. Yes. And they are beautiful. They so, turned out. Yeah. Mom just had a book made, and it is just, I love them so much. She captured everyone's personalities and she was able to, she, she told me she had to do some head swaps <laughs> on adults more than kids. Okay. But 25 people, you know, there's going to be, there's going to be some head yeah. swaps, but she made them look outstanding. They, I, I never would have known. Like, yeah. I was like, what you did head swaps. Yeah. So she is such an incredible photographer. She does families. She does weddings. Mm -hmm. She's an amazing engagement and wedding photographer. So if you are local or if you're not local, fly this girl to your wedding. She's that good. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. And she's so kind. And her sweet husband is her second shooter. So you don't just get Lauren. You get Ryan. You know, and one of the things that I love about her the most is when I first met her, she, she kept talking about her brides. Yeah. And how much she loved her brides. Yeah. Like she's not just taking your wedding photos. She's investing in you. Yes. Like she cares about you mm -hmm. and your story and your day. So you can find all of her information at laurenandersonphotography.com. Mm -hmm. She's on Instagram, Lauren Anderson. And then we'll tag both of our sponsors in our show notes on iTunes. You can find all of their links there and check them both out because they're both awesome people and great products. Okay, Heidi. So when we have these chats... A lot of times we just open up our journals mm -hmm. and we ask the Lord to just speak through us the things that he's spoken to us yeah. throughout the week or throughout the month or, or whatever, however long it's been. And sometimes there's something that jumps off the page that we're like, man, I don't know. Should we have that conversation? And you just said this and I love it. You said, if he's laid it on your heart, it's probably something that someone needs to hear. Yeah. So this might seem a little heavier. It might mm -hmm. seem a little bit like, oh, uh, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that because it's not that fun. Mm -hmm. But I think it's so important. And I think it's something we all, I know I need it a lot. So I was reading in Revelation. I've been camped out in Revelation most of the summer. Mm -hmm. And I keep going back and rereading portions of it. And there's so much in there. And to be honest, it's kind of a confusing book mm -hmm. because it talks a lot about the end times. It's things that haven't yet happened yet. Right. So it's not like we can go and line it up with historical facts right. and be like, oh yeah, this is where we see this in history. And, right. um, 
so there's a lot of unknown Mm -hmm. in that book. So I think a lot of people avoid reading it because of that, Mm -hmm. because it feels too, like too much Mm -hmm. to comprehend. And it's, it's kind of mystical, um, mysterious, like really a beast with all of those heads and the, you know, like what in the world is he talking about? So, and I just, I love it so much because I feel like there's so much for God to reveal, but he may not reveal it until he actually comes back to earth Mm -hmm. and redeems all mankind, you know, um, for his glory, for those who have chosen to follow him. So Anyway, all of that to say, I was reading Revelation. And this is from Revelation 3, starting in verse 19. This is a word that God gives John. Hmm. So John is writing this, but it's from the Lord. Okay. Those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. Hmm. And I want to stop right there for a moment. Discipline isn't something we like to talk about very much. It's not super fun. It's not fun. You know, it's hard to talk about discipline with your kids Mm -hmm. because so many people have so many strong opinions about it, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. So we avoid the topic in general. Mm -hmm. Discipline in the church, people don't like to talk about that Mm -mm. because, I mean, who wants to get, you know, called out on something? None of us do, but it's biblical. Right. And right there, he says, those whom I love, I reprove and discipline. So be zealous and repent. Hmm. And so I wonder if sometimes the Lord needs to discipline us. The Lord needs to point something out, reveal something in our lives that we need to repent of, kind of dig up some dirt, Mm -hmm. dig up some things in our lives that have caused us to um, turn our backs on the Lord and on his ways. Um, But we're... We, we hold it at arm's length and say, nah, I'm not, like, I'm not going there. Yeah. Because right? the action in this is repent. Mm-hmm. Like, he can discipline us, he can reprove us, but then our action is to repent, to acknowledge it and to repent. Yeah. Then the verse goes on to say, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. That's a really popular verse, and I've heard it a lot. And I've always thought of it as this is someone who doesn't know the Lord. The Lord is standing outside the door of your heart, knocking on the door of your heart, and you open it that one time, and you say, okay, Lord, here, you can come in, and and I'm repenting, and I'm turning from my sin. But when I read it this time, I'm wondering if maybe it's an ongoing thing. Mm, Like the Lord is continually standing at the door of our heart, even if we've chosen him. And he's knocking and he's saying, hey, do you hear my voice? Mm. Do you hear what I'm saying to you right now? Is this an area that you need to repent in that I'm going to reprove you in, discipline you in, because this is going to help you get back on course with me. And then when you do that, when you hear my voice, you acknowledge it and you respond to it, and you repent, then I can come in. And I love this so much. It says, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Hmm. And what happens when you eat with someone, Hmm. right? When you open the door and they come into your home and they sit down at your table and you eat with them. You connect, you get to know them. Yes. Commune together. You sit across from another, you talk, you have, um, 
conversation and, and relationship with that person. Yeah. You share a meal together. You get to know them. And I love this. I was sharing with the, this with you earlier, and you said, yeah, we do that three times a day. Right. Like, we sit down at the table, and we eat three times a day, whether it's with our fam- you know, our immediate family members or friends. And, mm-hmm. and I love this so much because um, we were just gone for 12 days on a trip, my little family. And when we came home within 36 hours of being home, I had gotten to sit down with um three separate families mm-hmm. um, of my family, right. like you guys and mom and my parents, our parents, and then my other sister to have a meal together. Yes. And it was like, that was the important thing was yeah. to get together, to have a meal together, to see, to reconnect with one another. And yeah. like, it was the top priority. Yeah. And, and I love so much that that's what he says right here. If you hear my voice and you open the door, I'll come in and I'll eat with you and you can eat with me. Mm-hmm. Like he's not saying I'm going to bring the whip in and I'm going to, beat you because you have done this wrong thing right. and you've repented and now you need to be disciplined. He said, I'm going to come in and I'm going to eat with you. Yes. Like I'm going to be in fellowship yeah. with you. Yeah. Um, and I just, I think that is so powerful. And I thought, do we take the time to listen to the Lord's voice? Do we hear his voice? Do we recognize when he's saying, Hey, Heather, there's this little area in your life right now that you're, you need some you need some guidance in. Yeah. You need you need to know that this isn't the right attitude. Yeah. This is not how I have called you to live. Yeah. And then we repent and then he 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 dines with us. Yeah. Heather, I love that idea so much because it personalizes the Holy Spirit. It personalizes who Jesus is to us. You know, I think we often think of discipline as um this really negative thing of, you know, if you're going to have to have this hard conversation with somebody, truly, it's not going to hold any meat and wine. Mm -hmm. But that's not how God's economy works. Mm -hmm. That's not how his heartbeat works. Mm -hmm. Is he's one to go here, let me reveal this to you. Let's deal with it. And then let's dine. Mm -hmm. You know, let's not sit and harp on it. Mm -hmm. Let's not bring it up 100,000 times. Mm -hmm. Let's not believe lies about it for the next two years. That's right. Let's deal with it and let's walk let's move forward. Mm-hmm. Let's dine. That's so good. And I love that, Heather, because anybody has access to that. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a leader. You don't have to be a podcaster. You don't have to be a church pastor. You don't Mm-mm. have to be a CEO or Mm-mm. an author. Mm-mm. You can just be an ordinary woman leading your sweet little babies, sitting in your comfy chair right now, mm-hmm. and let Jesus walk in mm-hmm. and help refine parts of your heart. And the reason he does that is because he wants us to be more like him. Yes. I loved this yesterday. Um, there was this couple in our church that has been working really hard on their marriage. Yeah. And it's not been easy. It's been it, the word brutal, mm-hmm. brutal and beautiful. It's been brutal. And they've worked really, really hard. And yesterday I watched both of them excel at their gifts mm-hmm. that God's given mm-hmm. them. Both of them in mm-hmm. in. Um, collaborative ways, ways mm-hmm. but in separate ways yes. too. Mm-hmm. And at one point I was standing in a circle with them praying for someone. And I just, it was like, almost like God gave me these goggles to be able to see them the way he sees them. Mm. And I literally was this morning thinking of them. I was just brought to tears thinking about how, because they are willing to see people, mm-hmm. God is using them. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up texting them both just saying, you guys, I'm so beyond proud of you. And I listed the reasons I was proud of them. Mm-hmm. And they both responded with so much gratitude and um, something so interesting. The husband said, 
we so deeply want our hearts to look more like Jesus. Mm. And I thought, isn't that the goal? Mm-hmm. Like that's always the goal is that we become more like Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's why he says, like, if your heart, like open your heart, mm-hmm. let me discipline you. Let me come in and dine mm-hmm. with you because we become more like him. Yeah. And these are both people that would openly say and have said, you know, I really don't know why God is choosing to use us in these ways because of this reason and this reason and this. These are all of the 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 physical re- or the the reasons that the world will look at and say, or even the church would look at and say, well, you're not qualified. Yeah. These are all these are all the things that disqualify you. Yeah. And God says, no, 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 no. Yeah. Those are actually the things that qualify yes. you. Because yes. you're not doing this because you've got it all figured out. Yeah. You're doing it in spite of yeah. the hard marriage. You're yeah. doing it in spite of the struggles. You're doing it in spite of the sin that is still trying to trip you up. Yeah. You're doing it because you're walking in and through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I love, I want to go back to what you said a little bit ago when you talked about discipline and Jesus coming in and saying, okay, let's dine together. Mm-hmm. You know when you discipline your children mm. and like it's tough. Okay, oh. there's there's been the it like wrecks you. Yeah, there's <laughs> been the altercation, whatever it is, the yeah. disobedience or the fit or whatever has happened, and then you have to reprove them. You know, yeah. say okay, you guys, this is or son or daughter, this is why this was not mm-hmm. appropriate, and and chastise them mm-hmm. and then discipline them, mm-hmm. whatever that looks like for you. I love your that family. you just said chastise. Chastise. I know it's such a <laughs> That is hilarious. I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> it came from reading. I'm sorry. King James version of the Bible. For yeah, growing up, sixteen years and growing up, chastise. Look, <laughs> Look that, that up. one up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then so you discipline them, and then if you're a parent who really cares about the heart of your child, yeah, you take them in your arms and you hug them and you love them and you tell them how much you love yeah. them. Yeah. And the interesting thing that I think that happens next is that how their hearts are turned so towards you. Yes. Like, they they just don't want to leave your side. Right. They, they're like, all of a sudden, they're like, you're my best friend. They might yeah. not say that, but that's right. their, what their actions yeah. show. Like, they want to be near you. Yeah. They become like a puppy at your feet. Yes. Yes. And I think, like, that's that's kind of how I, like, yes, we have to have that, um, that discipline from the Lord, but then it's like, it's what draws us closer to him mm. if we accept it. Yeah. That's so good. You're making me cry. Are you really crying? I am. I just, Heather, when I think about how much the Father loves us, and I, you know, not to be super spiritual here, but when I think about how much He loves us, I think about how much we don't recognize Him. Mm-hmm. And I think about how much He has in store for us that we don't ever tap into mm-hmm. because we're so busy mm-hmm. filling our lives with all the things we think we need to do or other people think we need to do. And we forget mm-hmm. that there's this father that adores us. You know, we often, I think, think of him only, most people think of him often in the times of the reproof or the discipline. Mm-hmm. Is that correct of God? But we forget that he's got this tender, soft heart towards us. Mm-hmm. And it does. It brings me to tears because because I have been on the side of discipline mm-hmm. And I've been on the side of the soft-hearted Father God Mm -hmm. that pulls me in and says, even so, Mm -hmm. even more, Mm -hmm. I still love you. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's big. If you've never experienced the love of God like that and you want to have a conversation, reach out to us. Mm -hmm. We would pick up a phone call from you. We would respond to an email. 
even if you feel like, man, this question seems so silly. I don't even know how to ask this. Just, yeah. just ask. Yeah. Cause that is the entire point in why we do this podcast is pointing people to Jesus is letting people feel the heartbeat of God, the father. Yeah. Because once you've experienced it, it's all you ever want. Yeah. And you cannot get enough of it. Yeah. It's like, I've never done drugs, but I would think <laughs> it's probably a bit like a drug. Like you just want more. Probably just like that. I mean, don't you think? <laughs> yes. You know, it's it's just true though. Like once you once you have experienced Jesus being close to you like that mm-hmm. and him having enough grace and mercy to discipline you, to reprimand you, but then to go, okay, hey, guess what? We're going to dine and I even brought the wine for the meal. Yeah. You know, like he's yeah. that personal. Yeah. So, you know, when you entertain someone in your home and they show up with a bottle of wine or they show up with a small gift or they show up mm-hmm. with something, what does it say? It says... They thought of me before they got to yeah. this door. Yeah. I have a couple of friends that do that so well. Yeah. It's like, it's, you can tell it's just their gift. Yeah. You know? And that's how Jesus is. Like, yeah. I thought of you before I showed up at this door. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. Well, thanks for chatting. Yeah. Good chat. I love that we can share the practical, real life sides of our life. Yeah. You know, our mornings teaching our kids and then. Reheating our coffee because we forgot to drink it during math lesson. Oh, I know. Seriously. <laughs> um. But I also love that you said this, and I think it's so funny. You said not to over-spiritualize it. I mean, the, just the reality is everything is spiritual. Everything right? is spiritual. Everything yeah. is. And, yeah. and we do. We, mm-hmm. I mean, everything that we talk about leads back to, yeah. we want to lead back and point to Jesus because yeah. that's really where, where our mind should be yeah. um, about everything, about yeah. our thoughts, about our words, about our actions. Yeah. Yeah, because if it's not that, then I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Then, it, then it's this or that or whatever is taking you off that goal Mm -hmm. is pointless yeah yeah that's good well thank you so much for listening Heidi mentioned this but you can always reach out to Mm -hmm. us we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear your thoughts we'd love to hear what spoke to you Mm -hmm. um we even love to hear what you're going through that's hard so that we can pray for you we do pray for you find us on instagram at the h&h hour yeah you can also find us on facebook yep sometimes we check it (laughs) we we check it we don't post very often on there i I think it pushes from instagram I don't know. Facebook is, oh, you know, it's fine. Well, I mean, let's just be real. Our social media is not the main thing. It's not you the know? main thing. So we, we make it work the way it works. I'm not following any of the rules of business that says this is how you build a business with Instagram. I know. someone. I saw someone the other day. They have a small business, and they were talking about hiring their social media strategist. And I just... I know that's a real thing and I know it's what people have and yeah. it helps them be successful in the social media market. And I just started laughing because I was like, we're so far from that, yeah. but it's okay. And we're cool with it. We are totally cool with it, but we <laughs> like Instagram a lot. So we hop do, on yeah. there and yeah. say hi to us over on, yeah. on Instagram. Jump on iTunes and find us. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Share. Share this with somebody Share that might need this encouragement. Yeah. Yep. Someone that might be a bit behind you and just needs to know that you're there for them. That's good. Yep an easy way for you to encouraging for someone else yeah have a great day we'll chat with you next time